Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. We are back with another For You Friday series. In case you are new here, my name is Olivia, and every single Friday, I like to get on and do a little solo episode about a topic that either I've been thinking about recently or a topic that you guys have asked me to talk about. And as you can tell from today's title, and if you listened to last week's episode, I've been talking about the term villain era. And I've been seeing this all over my TikTok recently, all over my For You page. So many people are talking about it. And I feel like it's one of those terms where I'm just seeing all these posts about girls entering their villain era, making 2023 my villain era. And at first I was like, I had an idea of what it meant, but I was like, what does this actually mean? And so I looked into it. I did some research on it. I took some notes on it. I made up kind of like my own experiences with it, and I'm going to share it with you guys today. So before we get started on what is the villain era, how do I enter my villain era, and once I am in my villain era, what do I do? Let's talk about just how we've been recently, because I remember in my last episode, I was talking a little bit about how I've been going through a lot of things personally, and if you follow me on social media, you can probably tell that I've been going through things personally just because I haven't been posting as much, haven't been storying as much, and I normally am storying like multiple times a day, and even on TikTok, I wasn't posting as much as I normally do, and so I did get a few DMs from you guys asking if I'm okay, asking if what I'm going through if like I'm okay with it and kind of just like what's going on and telling me to take some time for myself if I need to. So I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who reached out to me and checked up on me and just let me know. Take some time away if you have to. If you have to deal with things, deal with them. And I'm just like, I feel so grateful and thankful that I can open my DMs and get messages like that from you guys because it just makes me, I don't see you guys as like podcast listeners or podcast followers. I really do see this as a community of a lot of young women who are gathered together to become a better version of themselves and to support each other. And I like genuinely wish that anyone listening to this episode and that follows me and supports me and listens to me and cares for me, I wish I could just hang out with all of you and be friends with all of you because I am so grateful for all the support and care that you guys show me. So I want to start by saying thank you to anyone who reached out for me when I was talking about going through a hard time. I am kind of still going through a little bit, so I did go through something, a little heartbreak recently. I don't want to get into really full detail about it because I just don't like sharing too much about my personal life on here. I like to share about my personal opinions and experiences, but I did go through a heartbreak this past month. Uh, Take that as as you'd like, but I think when I went through that heartbreak, I kind of for a few days or even like you know, the past few weeks have kind of just been like a numb state of mind, like not even in the super sad, depressed, angry state of mind, more so just numb and like in shock by everything that had happened. And so I think for me, I had just been in so much shock where I wasn't sad because I was numb. I felt cold. I felt I don't care about anything. I didn't have anything in me. I didn't have any motivation or inspiration to create content. And I think that's why I wasn't really posting my Instagram. I had taken a week off from posting on my podcast because I just wanted to take time to be sad and to be numb and just to not like have to put out anything or push anything out or put any pressure on myself. And so I really just wanted to take some time for myself, take a step back, step away from everything and just be like, okay, like I'm okay. Let me take this time for myself. And then when I'm ready to get back on track, I will. And I do even feel like in the last few podcast episodes, I haven't been myself in them. And that is why a lot of you had noticed I was going through something because I definitely was not my usual self in my episodes, didn't have as much energy, kind of just sounded a little bit more off and a little bit more quiet and low. And so I feel good these past few days. I felt good this week. And maybe it's the villain era, maybe it's the selfish era, but I feel like I am at a really good place with myself compared to where I kind of was with myself even a week ago and so I think it's just a lot of realizing you know when I'm going through those hard times I really just like thinking about the ending outcome and being like okay right now I'm sad but I know in like a week or two I'm not going to be sad anymore and holding on to that hope and holding on to those moments of okay right now I'm not okay but I will be And once I do hold on to those moments and once I do remind myself that I will be okay one day, it kind of just helps me 
to stay grounded with how I am in the present moment because I think of future live and future live is going to be okay even if present live isn't. And so having that in the back pocket is like a really good reminder that I don't need to act too hard on these emotions because one day it'll be gone. But I do think it's important to sit there and to feel your emotions and to not hide from them. I'm definitely guilty of distracting myself a lot of the time when I'm in pain or when I am heartbroken, but I'm kind of just trying to learn to really face things head on and just deal with them and just go through it and realizing that it's okay to be sad. It's okay to spend a few days in bed crying your eyes out and it's okay to shut yourself off from everyone and to act on emotion. But in today's episode, I do want to talk about getting out of that and entering this selfish era and putting yourself first, aka the villain era. So the villain era made a Spotify playlist as well. If you guys want to follow me on Spotify, I think my name is just Olivia Shabo. I think I don't really honestly know. Made a villain era playlist. I listen to it all day when I'm getting ready, when I'm in the car, when I'm at the gym. Like my workouts have been hitting so different recently because of how much I'm like in the zone of me, me, me. So I want to go through a lot of different tips today that I wrote down for entering your villain era. If you have gone through something similar or you kind of just want to take a step back from other people around you and just work on yourself, this is the best podcast episode for you. So let's start talking about what is the villain era? Like, what does it mean? Villain era is your selfish era. It is the era where you are putting yourself first. You're not thinking of other people and your main focus is me, myself, and I. Everything you do, you're doing for yourself. You're entering a time in a time in your life where whatever it is that you're doing you're doing for you and you're doing to better you you're not doing it for other people you're not doing it to benefit other people you're not doing it to prove anything to anyone else you are doing it solely for yourself and you are becoming and creating the best version of you that could be out there and for me I think everyone has a different villain era like everyone has a different Everyone has different accomplishments. Everyone has different things that makes them happy, that makes them feel successful. So figuring it out what it is that kind of makes you feel confident. This is about being your most confident, authentic self and going against the girl in the mirror. That's what this episode is for. So I want to go through my tips right now. I wrote down a bunch. I've kind of been practicing these myself, which is why I think I feel a lot better today than I have in the past week. Um, The past two days, I've been like really happy just very confident and very just like sure and hopeful of who I'm going to become one day. So let's go ahead and get started with my best tips for entering and being in your villain era. The first tip I have, it is okay to say no. Start saying no when you want to say no. I feel like I grew up, not grew up, I'm like 22. I'm acting like I'm like 30 years old, but I feel like I, even in high school, even if I didn't want to do something the past like five years of my life with my group of friends or whatever it was, even if I didn't want to do something, if the people around me wanted to do it or my friends wanted to do it, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'm down. Even if I didn't want to, even if I knew I wasn't going to have a good time and that I'd rather be doing something else, I would still be like, no, no, it's fine. I'm down. Like, I'll do it. Like, I would never say no because I never wanted to hear you're boring. Why don't you want to do this? Or you're lame. You suck. You're this, you're that. I never wanted to hear like, you know, why don't you want to do this or this or, you know what I mean? Like, I think at this age right now, I'm more into going out and that type of scene than I was like a year ago. But a year ago, if my friends were like, you want to go to a bar or club? I'd be like, no, not really. And I'd be like, you're so lame. Why don't you want to come? So I would just start to say yes, even though I knew I wasn't really going to have a good time at that bar or at that club, I would say yes, because I felt like I had to say yes. And now I'm at a point where if I want to do something, I'll do it. If I don't want to do something, I'm saying no. Like I'm saying no and I don't owe anyone an explanation. I think a lot of the time we say yes to things because we feel like we should be saying yes. We feel like we should be enjoying the things that you're supposed to enjoy in your 20s, like the going out and the dating scene. But it's so normal to not enjoy that and to have other preferences some weekends where i'm like oh it's 8 p.m on a friday all i want to do is go to the gym come home order takeout take a shower and sit in bed and go to sleep by 10 p.m and wake up on saturday morning and go to the gym and then there's some fridays where i'm like all i want to do tonight is go out with my friends and have a drink and dance and this and that like it's different every week and i think a lot of the time when we are very 
you know, around that scene and when we're in our 20s, we say yes to a lot of things we don't want to say yes to just to please other people and just to kind of not get, I guess, judged in a way. Like, I feel like it's just one of those things where we just, you know, feel very forced to like a certain thing or we have to like a certain thing or we're weird or, you know, whatever it is. So learn to say no. You don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't owe anyone anything. Like, you don't have to say no because of this. No means no. Like, that. there's no, like, why trying to persuade. No means no. So if you really don't want to do something or, you know, you're normally doing things that benefit other people, learn to say no. Learn to take a step back. Stand up for yourself. Stand your ground and say no when you don't want to do something. The next tip that I have, silence is an answer. So I think one of the biggest things when it comes to growing is when you face a situation and you deal with it in a different way than you've ever dealt with it before. And I like realized this about myself because if I was like fighting with someone or I was like hurt about something, I used to handle it completely different way where I would get super confrontational and like super angry and like have to talk about it and yell about it and da 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 da. And now I'm like, silence is the best answer. If I'm upset about something, I just need to remove myself from the situation. I need to not talk about it. And I just need to be on my own. And some people might not like that. And some people might not think that's the best route to go to. But I know for me personally, that's how I work best. I work best when I'm silent and I pull back. I don't like talking about a situation that hurt me or talking about a situation that upset me. If something upsets me, hurts me, makes me angry... I don't like to indulge in it. I don't like to wrap myself around it and create this drama and create all this stuff. I like to just take a step back, pull back, be to myself a little bit and figure it out on my own and deal with the situation when I'm ready to deal with the situation. So I think being silent is just the best answer because if the people in your life are understanding and they know you, they know, okay, maybe she's being silent because she just needs a little bit of time for herself. You don't have to tell anyone what you're doing. Like you could stay so low key and just do things on your own. Like I like being more on the low key side now. I used to share every detail of my life with everyone I knew. And now I like to be a little bit more low key. Not because I don't, not because I have something against the people I'm telling things to or because I don't trust the people, but just because I'm like, does anyone actually really care? Like, you know what I mean? Like I just like to take a step back and just be like, Let me figure this out on my own. I don't need to depend on other people to talk about something or, you know, whatever it is. Like, I can figure this out on my own. I can deal with this on my own. And kind of just, like, staying in my own lane and working things out on myself and just being a little bit more silent. Maybe not posting as much. Maybe not answering in group chats as much. Putting my phone on do not disturb more. Like, I have my life had my location off for a little bit. Just little things. And it's not personal attacks against anyone. It's not me personally trying to you know, distance myself from someone individually. It's more so just being on my own, being a little bit more quiet, being a little bit more low key. I think being low key and quiet is so intimidating and it's so empowering because not everyone needs to know what you're doing. Not everyone needs to know what you're thinking. Not everyone needs to know what you're up to. And I feel like a lot of the time we think we have to overshare every detail and that we owe people all these explanations and people have to know what's going on in our lives. And it's like, no, like, You could keep that to yourself. That's not something anyone else needs to know or understand about you. That is something you can completely keep to yourself and just be more silent. That's something that I've been doing a lot more is just being more silent in my life. And I think also when it comes to anger or emotion, being silent, like instead of confronting every situation head on and acting on emotion and getting super angry and yelling at someone and blaming someone for something, I kind of just take myself out of the situation, deal with it on my own, evaluate it on my own. And then when I'm ready to talk about it, I will reach out about it. But being silent is an answer to people. You're allowed to get angry. You don't have to tell everyone what you're up to. You're allowed to just be quiet and be to yourself. This is your life. This is your world. This is your body, your mind, your thoughts. You're allowed to decide how you want to handle situations and you don't have to explain it to anyone. I genuinely believe being silent and just keeping myself to my own emotions has helped me so much in so many different situations. I feel like for me, I was someone that always got angry very easily and always wanted to face a problem heads on, like right away. Like if something bad happened, I was confronting the person that did it to me. I was talking about my problems. I was talking about my issues. I was venting about it to a bunch of people. And I think after a certain amount of time of doing that and of being that way, I had been proven so many times that that's not the best way to be. And it's actually a really easy way for your news to get spread around. Like 
you make it very easy for people to talk about you. And you're kind of giving permission for people to talk about you when you run to them about your problems and you talk about all these things. Obviously, if you're talking about something that you don't want people knowing and stuff is getting spread, that is something you can't control. That is something where you kind of just made a mistake on trusting the wrong person. But if you're in a situation that makes you angry or that makes you upset and you're venting about it to your friends, you're giving people the right to have an opinion. Whether you think it or not, you are giving people a right to have an opinion about your situation that only you can really understand. Because at the end of the day, people can try to understand the situation you're in. People could have even maybe been in the same exact situation as you, but you're still different human beings, different minds, different brains, different past experiences, different people that you're dealing with. And so I think even if you've been in the exact same situation as someone, as someone, it's good to kind of have that person to go through, to go to because you're going through the same things. But at the same time, you are not that person. It's like if you and your friend just got out of a really long-term relationship together. Obviously, you can relate to a lot of the same feelings and a lot of the same emotions, but at the same time, you will never truly understand how they feel or why they act the way they act or why they are the way they are because your relationships were different. The way you heal is different. Who you are is different. Who you were before the relationship is different. And so that's where I kind of just, I'm like, I just rather be silent because I know no one understands where I'm coming from. I know no one really understands what's going on through my mind and I don't really want to bother people with it because I don't want to have to make people feel like they have to understand it. The next thing is creating boundaries. So being silent is not an easy thing because if you have a close group of friends or if you're in a relationship or you're really close with your family, if you are silent, it could be make people think like, oh, is something wrong with me? Is she mad at me? Is she upset with me? Start to have the people around you overthink and feel like they did something wrong or that they did something to kind of make you feel upset or angry. And so I think for me, it's really important to create boundaries with the people in my life and kind of just make sure the people that you care about and the people that care about you understand why you're kind of taking a step back from social media, taking a step back from going out and just focusing more on yourself. Like, When I started kind of this era or whatever, like I don't really love the word era, but when I started this different type of lifestyle and just started to better myself, I was on my phone a lot less. I was going out a lot less. I was going to the gym a lot more and kind of just spending more time on my podcast and at Starbucks doing homework and all that different stuff. And so I started to get to a point where I was a little bit more solo and on my own because needed to be to better myself. And the people that truly care about me, the people that truly love me and want the best for me and support me understood that and were like, okay, I know you're taking time for yourself because you just need to kind of be on your own right now and that's totally fine. And I still want my friends to know like, hey, I'm going to be a little bit more MIA. Like I'm not really going to come out as much right now. I just kind of need to focus on myself a little bit, get back on track with myself, but you can still come to me for anything you need to come to me for. I still want to create that relationship with you because even though it's so important to be selfish and be in your selfish era and work on yourself and do things for yourself, even though that is so crucial to becoming the best version of yourself, you also want to make sure you are not devaluing the people in your life who are truly there for you. I think when it comes to the villain era, so important to remove anyone in your life who is toxic, who drains you, who doesn't make you happy, who doesn't make you confident, who doesn't make you want to be a better person. If there's people in your life that just kind of you feel like slow you down or drain your energy, there is no reason for them to be in your life anymore. And that doesn't have to be like a really cruel cutoff or a really sad ending. It could really just mean distancing yourself, giving people the same energy that they give you. And I think also once you start standing up for yourself and you start doing things for yourself, the people who aren't meant to be in your life, those toxic people who drain you, will remove themselves from your life. And I've noticed this a lot where... I didn't really want to cut ties with someone, but I also knew me and this person were not working out as being friends or in a relationship. And when I had started to work on myself, it kind of just started to take itself out of the way and they started to fade and distance themselves as well because it was like they realized I'm not fitting into this person's lifestyle anymore. I can't relate to this person anymore. I don't know what to talk about with this person anymore. Just because I was working on myself and becoming a better me and this person was more so at a standstill. This person was kind of frozen in time and not trying to grow in any way. 
And I think that creating that boundary and just distancing yourself from people and putting your phone on do not disturb, the people who truly care about you, the people who truly support you and love you will understand that this is something you have to do for yourself. And this is something that, you know, as much as you love the people in your life, you cannot love them the way you want to love them and you cannot be there for them the way you want to be there for them if you are not that person for yourself first. And I truly believe in this. And I also think when you stand up for yourself in situations, people that might shock people especially if you've grown up as like a people pleaser or someone that was never confrontational or talked about something that bothered them and you were just someone that kind of swept things under the rug if that's the type of person that you were and then all of a sudden you're kind of like standing up for yourself and being like I'm not putting up with this I'm saying no when I want to I'm standing my ground and you become that person it people will be like who is she like who is this girl? Because I don't remember this girl ever sticking up for herself and the right people will stay in your life and be like, okay, and they'll deal with it and they'll move on from it. The people that aren't worth your time and that aren't worth your energy will escort themselves out. And I think that it's really, really important to be aware of what's really worth your time and energy as important it is to stand up for yourself and to say no when you want to and to stand your ground and to address things that bother you. Even though that is so important, it is also so important to be like, is this really worth my energy? Like, am I really going to wake up and still be upset about this? And that's kind of a rule I have with myself. Like, at least when I was in a relationship, if I was like with my significant other and something was said or done that made me upset or that bothered me, I would always play an overnight rule where when I wake up tomorrow morning, am I going to be upset about this? If the answer is yes, I will bring it up. If the answer is no, I won't bring it up and I'll let it go. But if the answer is no, and then I wake up in the morning and I'm still upset about it, I will bring up the issue. I've never had trouble standing up for myself or standing my ground. Honestly, I've, I've always been the person where it's like, if my answer is no, my answer is no. And I don't have to explain to you why. But I do notice that there is a lot of people, there are a lot of people that are like, no, and then someone will be like, but this and this and this is like, okay, fine, just because they're a people pleaser and they want to make people happy. If you're listening to this episode and you're a people pleaser, you have to learn to stand your ground, create those boundaries, be aware of what's worth your time and energy, and put yourself first and stand up for yourself. Please stand up for yourself. Do not expect other people to do it because I am that friend that if my friend doesn't want to stand up for herself, I'm standing right next to her and I'm standing taller and I'm going against whoever she needs me to go against, talking to whoever she needs me to talk to. If anyone disrespects my best friend or someone that I love, I will step in. And as amazing it is to have people like that around you, it's so important you can do it for yourself too because those people will not always be by your side. You will be alone sometimes. You will be on your own sometimes. So I think it's so important to make sure you have that quality within yourself to create those boundaries, stand up for yourself, and kind of just give people the same energy they give you. Like if you're giving someone all this effort and all this energy and you're putting all this energy into a friendship or a relationship and you're not getting that back, start to match their energy and see how strong your relationship and friendship is. I've done this before where... I felt like I was giving 100% and the person was only giving like 50 or 60%. And I was like, you know what? Let me try giving 50 or 60%. And the minute I started giving 50 or 60%, I the relationship or the friendship was done. Because when I wasn't putting in my effort, it was like, okay, this is nothing. I, this relationship and this friendship was only working because of me. And so I think when you start to match people's energy and match people's effort, it starts to make you realize like, wait what am I doing? Like I'm putting in way more than this person's putting in. And I think this happens a lot where, and I think it's also just like a love thing. Like if you really love someone, care about someone, you want to do whatever it is to make them happy and to give them the energy and to give them the effort because you love them so much, you know that they deserve that love. But when you really stand back and sit back and you're like, wait, am I even getting this back? It really makes you think how much you're giving and not receiving. And a lot of people, that's just their personality. They love to give. They don't care to receive. They put other people first. They like to please the people. But at the end of the day, that is so unfair to yourself. And then it's like when you're in the low points, all you expect is for people to be there for you the same way you were there for them. And that just becomes unfair to you. So I think it's so important, you guys, to create those boundaries with people and to start giving people the same energy and effort that they give you. Because it might sound cruel. This might sound like tough love and F everyone except me. But this is your villain era. This is not the let me think about others before I do this era. No, no, no. This is the you era. The next thing we're going to talk about is not caring about what people think about you or have to say about you. <sighs> you guys, I... Okay, I've never really been someone that cared what people said about me. 
I went to a really small high school and I went to a small high school with a lot of people that I knew personally, whether it was cousins or people from my church or, you know, whatever it was. And so I had so I feel like when you go to a small high school, people talk about you a lot. Everyone knows what everyone's doing. Everyone knows everyone's business and you're in high school. So it's like rumors are being spread and all these lies about you are being told and whatever. So I grew a lot of tough skin being in that environment because in high school I was in that environment of people talking about me and spreading rumors about me and it's like when it's a small high school it's not necessarily oh I'm so popular and it's like everyone's everyone knows everyone's business. So I had built in tough skin because of the high school I went to and the people I went to high school with and the words that were said about me to this day that people probably still believe out there but it's just none of my business. So I had this built up tough skin from high school because of how much I had been talked about. And it is very frustrating to maybe have a certain rumor spread about you that is so untrue that so many people believe because you're like, but that's not me. Like, I can't believe this person believes this. You should only care about people's opinions of the people you truly value. Like, I used to, I've never in my life cared what people thought about me or what people said about me. If people want to talk about me, go ahead. If people had an opinion on me, go ahead. It never bothered me. Not even because I was so confident in who I was, but because I thought it was embarrassing that people cared that much and were that concerned with me. I was 15, 16, 17 years old and people were saying all these things about me. Let them because I knew the more I tried to fight a rumor that was being spread about me or a perception of me that people had, as much as I tried to fight that and as much as I tried to kind of go against it and say, that's not true and that's not true, it doesn't matter. People are going to believe whatever they want to believe. Like, that's just it at the end of the day. And then it's like when you get into a relationship or you start being friends with someone new and they have all this prior fake knowledge about you, that's where it starts to get really frustrating because you're like, that's not who I am. That's not something I did. Like, why why are these people saying all these things about me? And you could prove to that person that you're telling the truth. And if this person is, you know, values you, they're going to believe you. But I think I tried to fight for so long what people thought about me and I'm just like I don't care I don't I don't care what people say about me I don't care about the rumors people spread about me because at the end of the day that is more embarrassing for them to be that concerned with me and there's like this quote is saying it's their perception of you is a reflection of them and it's true people believe what they want to believe so if people are saying all these negative things about you and you know want to put this negative light on you it's because they truly are jealous of the truth and that's why they don't want to believe the truth and that might sound cocky and this and that no it is a hundred percent true i'm telling you that right now i have seen it happen many 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 times especially to myself and i now believe it and i understand it it's also so important to understand not everyone's gonna like you and that's totally fine like i honestly struggled with this for a little bit where people would call me annoying or loud or say I talk too much and then it's like oh I don't want to be around her she's too loud or she's too this she laughs too much or whatever but then it's like okay those people maybe maybe don't like me but then if I wasn't that person then the people that love me wouldn't love me so I think that's kind of how you have to start seeing it it's like not everyone's gonna like you and that's okay because if you change who you are for the people that don't like you then the people that do like you and the people that do love you won't love you anymore And it's just like you, that's why it's so important to stay true to yourself because when you're true to yourself, the right people will come into your life and the right people will love you and support you and want to be around you. The wrong people won't like you. And that's just, that's totally fine. Like, I think it's so okay to be someone that not everyone loves. Like, I'm sure there is like someone in your life you can think of where you're like, everyone loves that person. Like that person is just everyone. No one has a problem with them. I promise you there is at least one person that has a problem with that person. Sure, that person does not care because if you're true to yourself and you're happy with who you are, people will accept you and people will love you if they're meant to be in your life. And whoever doesn't like you, that's okay. Like people will talk bad about you sometimes. People will say mean things about you or say mean things to you or think mean things about you. But if you let that affect you, you will never, ever, 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 ever live your life. Like cutting out toxic people, being brutally honest with other people and just kind of realizing like I can totally cut myself out of this person that talks bad about me and mean things about me and spread rumors that me. It's okay to kind of just take yourself away from toxic people like that. So like I said, I've had a lot of words said about me and especially recently, actually, I've been going through something where um, a lot of 
rumors are being spread about me or a lot of people are talking about what I'm doing and talking about my business. And, you know, a few years ago, this was something that was normal for me. People would talk about me a lot, whether it was true or whether it was false. And I used to be so concerned with finding out who said what and who said this and who said that. And I was so concerned with like solving the mystery of who made up this rumor about me or who spread this truth about me or whatever. And now I'm just like, I don't care. And I think after a certain point, it just makes you numb. And it kind of just like, it can't depress me anymore. It can't make me upset anymore because I've given people so much power to make me sad and to make me depressed and to make me angry and anxious. I've given people so much power to do that where I'm crying on my bedroom floor, throwing up from being sad at three o'clock in the morning because of something someone did to me or said about me. And I'm just like, how could I have given someone that power over me? How could I have given someone that power to have, you know, those emotions ride over me? I never want to give someone that power to overtake my emotions like that. And I think it's just important to realize, like, you should not give people that power. You should not give people that satisfaction of hurting you like that. Because unfortunately, that is people's pleasure. Your pain is pleasure for some people. And that sounds really twisted and dark, but unfortunately, it's true. And this is why it is so important to cut out the toxic people, to not care what people are saying about you or thinking about you. Don't care about people's intentions unless you care about that person. Obviously, like if you have great friends or you're in a great relationship, I'm not saying try to nitpick and find every negative thing they do to you and, you know, turn it in a way to remove them from your life. No, that's not what this is. The people that love you and value you and support you and you know who those people are, keep them in your life and hold on to them and just be grateful for them. Don't think about those that are negative towards you or that are mean towards you. Think about those who truly love you for who you are. Okay, now that we're done talking about who we're moving from our life, how our mindset has to be, and kind of just getting into this selfish era of, I don't need those toxic people in my life. I don't need those negative people in my life. I don't care what people have to say about me. Now it's time to get our shit together, okay? Now we're going to face the problems and the insecurities and the issues and the things that we've been putting off. Now we're facing it. It's time to get your shit together. First things first, make a kill list. That sounds really, that sounds really, that sounds really wrong. Hear me out. A kill list. Everything that you have to get done that you've been avoiding whether it's a certain errand that you have to do or a certain problem you have to face, whatever it is that you have to get done or that you should get done that you've been avoiding. Make a kill list of all those things. So for me, for example, I made a kill list like last week, which is like everything that I've been putting off that I should be doing. And it was like to ship out certain packages, to wrap a gift for someone. I had to text someone about something like all these different things. I made a kill list of everything I've had to do for the past month that I haven't done because I've just been in a really sad place. And I wrote all these things down and I was like, I have to get them done. And I grinded it out in a few days. I got all of it done. And it is the best feeling ever when you do that. When you put off something for so long and then you finally do it, it is actually one of the best feelings. So make a kill list because it's time to get our shit together. It's time to figure it out. It's time to do this for ourselves. Like it's time. Now we're in the right mindset, right? We're like, this person's toxic. I'm removing this person from my life. I don't care what these people say about me. Now that we're getting in the right mindset, it's time to focus on ourselves. So now I'm going to share with you guys how we're going to focus on ourselves. So first things first, make the kill list. Everything you put off that you should be doing, make that list and start checking things off of it. Make sure you're facing problems and insecurities that you've been avoiding. If there's a certain situation in your life that you've been avoiding confronting, make sure you are doing that. Whether it's a conversation you need to have with your significant other, with your friend, with a family member, some type of drama that you've been avoiding because you just don't have the time for it, crush it. Like, squash it. Squash it right now because if you're entering this era in your life and you're entering this time in your life, you don't want that past kind of creeping up on you. So, squash it. It's over. You don't need to be bothered with it anymore. So, make this kill list of things you've been avoiding and start working on narrowing it down. This isn't going to be a one-day thing. It could be depending how long your kill list is. This could take a week. This could take a month, but make sure you start putting those things out, squashing it, letting it be over with because you cannot enter this era of like being the best you if you are not squashing things. And when I say squashing things, you don't necessarily like, let's say there's a situation that you've been going through, like a fight with a friend or something, and that friend hasn't forgiven you. 
forgive yourself. End the situation for yourself. You don't necessarily have to wait for someone else to end a situation with you. You could totally just end it on your own. So I think making a kill list, facing all those problems and insecurities and, you know, all those issues that you've been avoiding, start doing that. Because once you're entering this era into your life, it's so important to kind of squash that stuff from the past. And that doesn't necessarily mean action. Like I said, it doesn't mean you have to act on it. It can mean you're emotionally and mentally ending it for yourself. You're like, this is something I'm not letting bother me anymore. This is something I'm not letting upset me anymore. It's done. Okay, you guys, I am so happy to announce that this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys have heard me talk about BetterHelp before. I'm always stressing how important it is to focus when you're going through burnout, if you're ever feeling anxious, or if you're ever kind of just needing an extra hand and a little bit of more help. It's never something to be ashamed of when you need a little bit of help in your journey. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists who are available 100% online, and it is also so so affordable all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist and if things aren't clicking you don't need to commit to them you can easily switch to new therapists anytime it could not be a simpler process there's no waiting rooms no traffic and no endless searching for the right therapist learn more and save 10 off your first month at betterhelp.com from eve that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com from eve go get your help today let's continue with the episode Next, creating a routine, waking up early and creating a routine. Waking up early has been one of the best things that ever happened to me. And I wake up before my alarm a lot because I have a window that faces my bed. Um, So I have a window that faces my bed and it's where the sun rises. So when the sun is rising, even though I have shades on, the sun will kind of go through the shades sometimes and I'll slowly wake up from the sunlight, which I think is the best way to wake up. Like I'm not waking up from loud noise. I'm waking up from like the sun. So it is one of my favorite things ever. And sometimes it sucks when I really want to sleep in, but it's like, it's okay. I'll just, you know, take a nap after. But waking up early has changed my life. It's like I get so much more done because there's been many times where I'll wake up at 10 a.m. I don't get out of bed till 11, 30, 12, and I feel like my whole day is wasted and gone. And I think it's normal to have some days like that where it's like not having a good day. You're a little bit upset or you wake up hungover. Or you're just feeling lazy. You have your period, like you're sick, whatever it is. It's normal to have days where you wake up a little bit later and you start your day a little bit later. That does not mean your day can't pre- be productive. You can still have a productive day even if you start your day late but I think waking up early and creating a routine has changed so much for me I kind of fell off routine a lot when I moved so I moved houses if you guys have been following me you know that so I did move houses and I haven't really had a good routine since that move I have been waking up early and like having a good morning like I'll wake up do like the normal stuff but I'm not doing it in order I'm not doing it in routine I'm not necessarily getting done everything that I want to get done in the morning but I am having you know a good morning still like even this morning I didn't do my full morning routine But the past few days, this whole week, I've done my full morning routine where I'll wake up anywhere from like 7 till like, I would say like 7 to 8. Like sometimes, like today I woke up like 8.45 because I slept really late last night. But I'll wake up anywhere from like 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Out of bed, I'll go to the bathroom, wash my face, brush my teeth. And then I'll come back in my room, I'll make my bed, I'll have my little like supplements and vitamins, and then I'll make a coffee Um, I've been really bad at having breakfast recently. I'm not gonna lie. I've been really bad with it But i'll try to grab like a protein bar or something and then i'll go upstairs I'll do my hair i'll do my makeup and i'll get ready for the day Even if i'm not going to class that day I still like to do my hair and makeup Really light makeup like something very natural and like even my hair like nothing crazy But i've just like like feeling put together when I wake up and like it makes me feel more like I have a routine when I do that stuff It just makes me feel better. It makes me feel more confident and so I've been doing that kind of routine before class and I'll be reading my devotional or doing some type of meditation. So I always like to have one mental health activity, you could say, in my morning routine, whether it's a quick little five, 10 minute meditation, reading my Bible, reading a Psalms in my Bible, reading a page in my devotional, no matter what it is, I like to have five to 10 minutes of peace in the morning, just me and God. And this is something that I had fallen off of. I'm not going to lie. Like when I was going through my depression, even though I needed it the most, when I was going through the sadness, 
I was lacking it so much. I was lacking my relationship with Christ so much. And it's like the moments we need him most, we pull away from him. And I think it's because when we're in those moments of sadness, we're not seeking for help. We're just indulging in the emotion. And I'm so guilty of this. And this is why my relationship with Christ starts to fade when I go through things, even though it should be strengthening when I go through things, it fades because I'm not looking for help. I don't want to get help. I want to indulge in the sadness and the emotion that I'm feeling. And now that I'm kind of, I want to get better and I want to be myself again and I want to be who I was before this heartbreak and before this pain, now that I'm trying to kind of get that version of myself back and get that girl back, I feel more like I feel like my relationship with Christ is strengthening again. I feel like it's getting stronger again because I'm starting to be myself again. And I just think it's like having that those five to 10 minutes in the morning with him makes it so important for me to start my day or even end my night if I do it at nighttime, you know, whatever. Everyone has preference on when they like to read that stuff or, you know, meditate. But having that in my routine makes such a big difference. And I had not been doing that for maybe a month or two. Creating that routine for myself, making sure there's a few things each morning that you want to get done. Like write down the top three things you want to get done each morning. Number one, meditation slash journaling you know whatever it is that you like to do for your mental health I just call it mental health because everyone has a different way of you know working on their mental health whether it's meditating journaling reading whatever it is so number one thing I want to prioritize in the morning is my mental health slash faith number two my coffee my coffee is a big part of my morning routine some people might be like live you're ridiculous big part of my morning routine I have to have coffee every single morning um and number three let's say yours is movement. You're like, I have to move my body every morning. Or let's say yours is breakfast. I have to have breakfast every morning. So whatever your top three things are, you could have top five things, whatever it is, make sure you're listing out the things that you want to get done every single morning and then kind of figure out how to order them and routine them. If you go out of order or you start your day a little bit later, do not beat yourself up over it. It's okay to have bad days and to have days where you don't follow routine. This morning, I did not follow my routine. I ended up sleeping at 2 a.m. last night. It is finals season, so I'm like struggling a lot with all the work I'm doing. I ended up sleeping at 2 o'clock in the morning. I woke up today, I think, at 9.30. So I woke up like two hours later than I normally do. I think I woke up at 6 a.m. first because the sun was in my face, and then I went back to sleep, and I didn't wake up till 9.30. I didn't, a, I didn't get out of bed till 10, and then I went to Starbucks. Like, I didn't do any morning routine. I went to Starbucks in my full-blown pajamas, and this is I'm recording this on Friday morning. I'm finishing up my recording in the morning because I wanted to do kind of like a real-time thing. And I've been so busy that I've like, let me record the same day. So that it is Friday morning as I'm recording this and probably as you're listening to this. Went to Starbucks in my pajamas. Hair not brushed. Didn't even wash my face. All I did was brush my teeth and I threw water on top of my eyes and like, that's it. And got my coffee and I'm sitting in my car recording my episode. And this is so not a routine, but I'm still happy. I still feel okay. I still feel like I'm going to have a really productive day. I'm going to go home. I'm going to edit and upload this episode, get ready for the day. I'm going to go to class. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to have a good and productive day, even though I didn't start my morning the way I normally do. So as important it is, as important as it is to wake up early and create that routine, it's also important to not be hard on yourself and only feel productive if you're structured like that. So that's a really good way of me getting my stuff together is just waking up early, having a morning routine, having a night routine, prioritizing what you want to get done every morning when you wake up and every night before you go to sleep is so, so important. I've also been blasting music a lot recently. It's been making me feel a lot more motivated. I never was really like a music. I've, I've always loved music, of course, but I've also never like... Like, I'll never, like, I've never, like, blasted music while I was getting ready or, like, just blasting music for no reason. And I created a villain era playlist. I'll link it down below. I created one and I just blast it all day long now. It's, like, a reminder of how I'm feeling and how I want to feel. And it's, like, that bad B energy. Like, I love it. So I will link it down below. It just makes me, like, happy and excited about the day and excited about life. So blasting music, really prioritizing my skincare and my self-care. I just feel better when I look better. So when I do my eyebrows, when I dermableed my face, like, when I do all these little treatments or these little, you know, self-care stuff, I just feel better about myself. I feel cleaner. I feel more put together. I feel prettier. Doesn't mean you need to do those things. Doesn't mean you have to wear makeup every day. I just feel more confident when I do. 
I am struggling a lot with acne recently. I think it's just stress and emotion and all that stuff. But I have definitely been struggling with my skin recently. And so I don't really like to look at it like, oh, I'm wearing makeup to cover up. I like to just, I'm wearing makeup to enhance my features that I love. So that's kind of like how I've been trying to, you know, look at it recently. Um, but I've just kind of been at a point where... I just like looking a little bit more dressed up. As I'm recording this episode, I have no makeup on, barely washed my face, hair a mess, no bra on, just full on hoodie and sweatpants, literally what I slept in. But that's because we are very, we are very raw and organic in this episode. We kind of just get deep and we just talk about it. So that's why in this episode, I'm just very, very transparent with you guys on how I'm looking and how I'm feeling. But once I get home, I want to like put myself together because it just makes me feel better. It makes me feel more productive. So taking care of myself, doing the skincare, doing the self-care, having a type of aesthetic. Like I know that sounds silly to some people, but it really does help me personally having a type of way that I dress and like making sure my school bag is going to match the outfit I'm wearing. Like I know that sounds really dumb to some people, but for me, it makes me feel like I have my stuff together. It makes me feel put together. It makes me feel like more myself. Like I just, I really love it. I feel more myself when I'm put together and when I have a specific aesthetic to myself. And some people might think that's ridiculous or might not understand it, but personally, I love it. Also, having a huge clean out. So I talked a lot about, you know, cleaning out your room and clean space is a clean mind. So I don't want to like go into full detail about it because I know I talk about this all the time, but have a huge clean out. Go through your closet, whatever no longer serves you in your bedroom, in your bathroom, in your car, the stuff in your closet, no matter what it is, get rid of it. Because I'm kind of at a place where I like have so much stuff in my closet that I would never wear. Like I don't wear at all. Don't plan on wearing nothing. I'm telling you when you remove those physical items out of your life that no longer serve you, it makes such a difference. It really does. You will feel an energy shift in your mood and in your body and in your mind. Like I telling you when I clean out my closet and I get rid of things that no longer serve me and that I'm no longer interested in or that I would never wear again or whatever it is, when I get rid of those things, I feel an energy shift in my mind. I kid you not. It is so important to clean out stuff that no longer serve you. A good way of getting your shit together is creating a gym routine, moving your body. I think the gym the reason I love it so much and the reason it brings me so much confidence and just makes me feel like I have it together is because it's mine. Like when you go to the gym, you, at least you shouldn't be, you're not doing it for other people. You're not doing it to impress other people. You're not doing it to look good for other people. And if you are switch your mindset, the gym is something that should be for you. So I think it's so important to have things that are just yours, that you don't associate with a boyfriend or with a girlfriend or with a family member. It's only yours and that's how I feel about my podcast and that's how I feel about the gym it's something I do for myself it's something that even if you know these people were to leave my life tomorrow those are things I would still have like okay if you talk about school right it's like okay school it's kind of being led by professors and you know all that stuff that's not really mine I do it for myself but it's also being led by other people I'm depending on other people to get an education my podcast I'm not depending on anyone I'm depending on people to listen to it right like I'm depending on you know an income of community people but I, w- I started this episode with 30 followers where I was getting five listens an episode for at least like a week you know it's like I wasn't doing this for anyone but myself and so even at the gym, it's like, I don't, everyone could, you know, leave the gym. The gym could even close down and I'm still going to move my body. That's something I'm going to do for me. So I think it's so important to have things for yourself, especially in this era of your life of villain era, selfish era. I want to do things on my own type of thing. I don't want to depend on other people. It is so, so important to have things for yourself and to kind of just, you know, Even if people around me were to all leave me tomorrow, I still have this for myself. That is so, so important because if you don't have that, you only become dependent on the people around you. And I've seen people become so dependent on their friends, so dependent on their relationships that when their relationship ends or when a friendship ends, they feel like they have nothing because of how dependent they were on on this person. And it's so normal, especially in relationships, to become dependent on your significant other for income, for stability, for just comfort and happiness and all these things. And it's like this person starts to control your emotions and starts to control how you feel about your day depending on how much energy and effort and you know attention they give you I've seen it happen to so many people so when you don't have something for yourself something that's just yours and that's why I love the gym so much because that is something you could do solely for you so 
go to the gym, clean out your life, focus on your aesthetic, do your skincare, do your self-care, start blasting music, wake up early, create a routine, and make the kill list of things you've been avoiding. And this ties into my next tip, which is self-confidence. When you start getting your shit together and when you start making those moves for yourself and doing things for yourself, you will start to love who you are. And this is not an easy thing to love who you are and to have self-confidence. Trust me, I've been at a point where I have not been the most confident, where I have not been happy with what I look like or who I am. Fake it until you make it. And that might sound a little bit toxic and might sound, oh, Liv, I don't know if that's really practical. It worked for me. I was at so many places with myself where I did not like what I looked like. I did not like, you know who I not necessarily who I was but I really had a lot of issues with my physical appearance and there are still some days where I can where I do like I'll look in the mirror right now I see all this acne on my skin I'm like are you kidding me like and I start to get upset about it or insecure about it and I'm just like come on like I don't want to deal with my skin like this right now my body was such a big insecurity of mine such a big insecurity of mine and now it's not even if I see someone with a better body than me and I'm like oh I, I like that girl's body a lot more than mine it doesn't bother me anymore I look the way I look and you know I feel like I spent so much time trying to fix what I looked like to please other people and I got very like in my own head about the way I looked with my body that it was like I want to change my body so this person likes it more or so that I like it more and this and that and now I'm just at a place where I'm like my body wakes up every single morning and works its ass off to keep me healthy. Like I'm able to like the things I'm able to do at the gym. I think working out has helped me a lot. Be grateful for my body because of the strength I push for myself. I don't care so much about what my body looks like. I care more about what my body can do. And I think it's so important to just tell yourself how much you love yourself. Tell yourself who you want to become. Start, you know, showing up as the person that you want to be one day. Because I'm telling you, when you start telling yourself things, like, I love this about myself. I love that about myself. Even if you, in the moment, don't believe it, over time, you will start to believe it. And you will start to see it. And also, I think the way you talk about yourself is how other people perceive you as well. Like, if you look at, if you're talking to someone, you're like, I'm so fat and my skin is so bad. All of a sudden, that person is going to start to see you in that light, too, because that is the perception you are putting out. That is the way you are giving yourself this image of, oh, I'm the girl with bad skin. And I, I'm so guilty of that. I've always tried to make it like, oh, I'm the girl with bad skin or I'm the girl with the stomach pudge or I'm the girl with this or I'm the girl with that. Like, I created this, like, narrative for myself. And now other people see me that way because I did that. I created that for myself. I, you know, put that own persona on my, on who I was and what I looked like. And recently I've had so much more confidence in myself. And that is something I've struggled with for years, 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 years. I've struggled with my confidence and now I feel like my biggest fan. And this might sound so silly, but I will just like take so many pictures of myself now and just look at them and just keep them in my phone because it's a reminder of the fact that like I love what I look like and I'm proud of the body that I built for myself and I'm grateful that I have a healthy and functioning body. So that's kind of just like how I've been feeling and I'm just really grateful that I've come to this place. That doesn't mean there aren't dark days where I'll look at myself and I'll be like, ugh. Like, that doesn't mean there aren't days where I'll cover myself up in a hoodie at the gym. Like, there are so many days where I don't feel my best or I don't feel my most confident. But the more I just tell myself... I love this about myself and I love this about myself, the more I start to believe it. Self-confidence is key when entering your villain era because your villain era is a time where it's me, me, me. I love me. I do this for me. I don't do this for other people. I'm serving me. I'm making myself happy. It's so important to be there for yourself and to love yourself. And when you start loving yourself, you will start to know your value. You will start to know your worth and the people in your life that you know, maybe don't appreciate your worth or value or don't see you or treat you the way you deserve to be treated, you will start to realize who those people are when you start loving yourself. And I've noticed that a lot. The more I started to love myself, the more I was like, this person does not deserve me in their life. And it could be more of a cocky mindset, but I think it's important to have a cocky mindset. It's important to be cocky on the inside, but not on the outside. Like on the outside, you should be humble and you should be like, okay, I love myself, but I'm not, I don't think I'm better than anyone. But in your mind, you should be like, I'm cocky and I know what I'm worth because that is the only way you will get through life is knowing your worth and knowing your value and loving who you are. The thing I want to talk about is competition and just kind of realizing this villain era is not about beating other people. It's not about getting revenge on other people. And I know that I've seen that on 
social media a lot, especially TikTok, where it's like your villain era is everyone's revenge. It's like, no, 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 don't do this for anyone's revenge because that kind of defeats the purpose of it. You're not doing this for other people. You're doing this for yourself. The competition is you. It's you versus you. That girl in the mirror, that is who you are competing against. This isn't about being mean to people or getting revenge on others or, you know, winning against someone else and getting the upper hand on someone else. This is about getting revenge on yourself and beating yourself. You need to realize this villain era and this selfish era is not about other people. It's not about beating other people. It's not getting revenge on your ex or revenge on a group of girls that said mean things about you you're doing this for you and the moment that you stop doing it for you and you realize you're doing it for other people you need to pull back and you need to talk with yourself and be honest with yourself and say what there's no purpose to what I'm doing if I'm doing it for other people there's no purpose there is no competition right you can't compete where you don't compare that is one of my favorite quotes you can't compete where you don't compare because if you keep that mindset no one will be in competition with you. You'll never be in competition with someone if you keep that mindset because you're saying, I know my worth, I know my value, this person that's trying to tear me down and this person that's trying to be better than me, I'm not even going to compete with them because they don't even compare to me. I'm not even in the same wavelength as this person. And I think that is such an important mindset to keep because I've been in that place where I've noticed someone was trying to tear me down in front of a group of people or was talking badly about me and I could, you could just tell when someone is preying on your downfall. You could just tell. And I had felt that way multiple times with multiple people. And it's so important to just realize this person is doing that because they are so below me and they don't even compare to me that they have to drag me down. And I, and I, this is the thing too, cause I've seen this a lot where people are like, how come I, I can have support? Mostly influencers. I've seen posts about this. They're like, I can get support from hundreds of thousands of followers right in my community and how much people are proud of me and they love me and they love my work, but I can't get that support from three of my friends. Right. And it's like, I'm not saying this is me personally, but I'm saying I've seen this post and it's like, Someone wrote back and they're like, that's because those people in your life, those people in your life cannot fathom the fact that you started in the same place that they started and you're up there and they're down here. These people on the internet, they don't know your backstory. They don't know you personally. They didn't start where you started. But these people in your life, they started exactly where you started and they couldn't get to where you are. So they're not going to cheer you on. Obviously, some people will, but they're not going to cheer you on and uplift you. They're going to try to bring you down back to their level because they're going to say, if I'm down here, you're coming down here with me. So I think it's so important to realize there is no competition because no one can compare to who you are no one can ever beat you at your own game this is a game you versus you no one else is out there and I think it's also important to do this whole process that I'm talking about it's not an easy thing it can create a lot of fear of am I going to say something to the wrong person am I going to lose someone in my life like this and that do it scared I promise you everything works out in the end and I know that's such a cliche cringy line but it's true Everything will work out in the end and I've been holding on to that so much recently because even in my darkest and saddest moments I'm like one day I'm gonna be fine So i'm not gonna stress about this now because one day i'm gonna be fine And I think that kind of just goes in with the whole competition thing of you know You're not competing with anyone you're competing with yourself. You are the prize The best version of you is the prize of the game And obviously there is not necessarily a best version of you because you're going to grow every single day, but there's a better version of you out there. And that is the prize. Finding that girl and finding that person that you're building is the prize and what you win when you compete against yourself. So once you realize you're the prize, once you realize what you're worth, you're not going to settle for less and you're going to kind of have the mentality, if you want me, come get me. And I've kind of like been in this mindset now, especially now that I'm single, I'm more in the mindset of I don't chase, I attract, right? I'm not chasing anyone else. I'm not chasing a relationship. I'm not begging anyone for my love. Like not saying that I'm even looking in that way, but I'm just saying in, in general, I think it's important to just not chase and whatever you do to work on yourself, the right things and the right people will attract you, the right job, the right friends, the right relationship, those things will come to you. The more you work on yourself, the more those things will come to you. So I think it's important to just have the mentality, if you want me, come get me. Because I see this a lot on social media when it comes to situationships and the guy you're talking to and the guy you're dating and how you're putting in so much more effort and so much more energy and attention into a person who's not giving you the same amount of energy and effort back and it's important to kind of just take a step back and realize who's really worth your time and when you're working on yourself you're not even going to have the time you're not even going to have the time to give that stupid boy who's never in your dms anymore energy or effort like i know i know exactly who you guys are thinking about when i say that right and it's like once you work on yourself 
that person, if they really want you and if they're really meant to be with you, the more you ignore them, the more they're going to want you, by the way. Once you stop chasing and once you just stick to yourself, they will be so much more attracted to you. And once you realize you're the prize, they're not the prize, you're the prize. Once you realize that, it'll also be so much easier for you to be like, if this person actually wants me, they got to deserve me. They got to come and get me. I'm not just going to be there waiting for them. They got to come and get me. They got to actually show that they deserve me. And until you're confident and until you know you're the prize, they will not do that. For all the tips I'm going to share for the villain era, I think it's just so important to start acting like the future you, create those vision boards, create the kill list, write down a routine of things that you want to get done. It's, you know, it's fun. Like, it really is fun to get into this mindset. I made a playlist for it. I made a vision board for it. I wrote about it. I'm obviously doing an episode on it. It is so fun to get into the mindset of I'm working on myself and I'm bettering myself. Like it is such a fun thing to do. It's not a dread. It's not a hassle. It's fun. Like you're working on yourself. That is the best project you could ever work on. I am going through finals week right now. So that's why this episode went up a little bit later today and why I didn't make it a video episode. I have been extremely, extremely, extremely stressed out recently from my school and it's like really, it's really draining me and it's really tearing me down and I cannot wait to be done because I've never felt so drained and stressed. I'm still going out this weekend. Somehow I'm still going out tonight, which is Friday night and tomorrow night, which is Saturday night. Even though I should probably be sitting home doing finals, I also want to reward myself. So I want to work really, really hard today. I want to get a lot done today. I honestly feel like I haven't been as productive as I should be recently. I think it's just because I'm getting out of the funk and the heartbreak and the sadness and I'm trying to like blossom into something else. And so I haven't been focusing on school or work as much as I should, but I'm going to start pushing out content for you guys again. I'm going to start getting back in the motivation and grind and start creating content again. But I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. I'm so proud of you if you are deciding to embark on this villain era selfish journey. It is definitely not easy. I have so much faith in you guys. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at For You From Eve. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will talk to you guys next week.